a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of the extended version of Inside Sources for a Friday. This is Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. We've been broadcasting all day today uh, from Congressman Chris Stewart's fifth annual security conference. Some great information, some great insight. Uh, you can continue. Uh, to hear how that all played out today on KSL News Radio and the pages of the Deseret News. Uh, just a lot of really interesting conversations around security, uh, what it means, what it means for all of us, uh, and in particular what it means for freedom around the world, uh, which is the part that just fascinates me the most. Uh, as we wrap up today, I want to give uh, special thanks to uh, Rachel, who's been uh, helping us on the remote today, uh, Gustavo and Kylie back in the studio and uh, Paul Nelson, who jumped in as uh, the czar of Plan Z today. So a big shout out to Paul Nelson for helping us out. Uh, all good stuff. All right. Um, Want to wrap up today. Uh, as we always kind of wrap up the show, uh, we always focus on this idea that every day we should see something that inspires. We should say something that uplifts. And we should do something that makes a difference. And today I, I want to give a uh, a little birthday shout out to my uh, daughter Lindsay. It's her birthday today, and I learned a, a lesson by watching Lindsay and listening to Lindsay, and then watching what and experiencing what Lindsay did uh, long, long years ago. This was all the way back in 1995. Lindsay was about five years old, and uh, I learned an important lesson. The lesson that I learned is that which we ignore or more importantly, that which we forget, our children may never know. And what our children do not know, our grandchildren will never possess. And I learned this from Lindsay as a five-year, as a, just a five-year-old, uh, how important it is to remember. Remembering, if we face any challenge in this country, it is forgetfulness. Uh, forgetfulness undermines a host of things. Uh, as citizens, we, we often get frustrated with the direction of the country. We can get upset about out-of-control spending or whatever it may be or just the politics of it all. Uh, but I think the solution to what ails this country is remembering. Because when we get casual in our commitment to the principles of freedom, when we forget liberty, uh, those around us may start to wonder what we know. They may wonder what we believe, what we're determined to do. And it's critical for us to remember that freedom often falters in the face of forgetfulness. Forgetfulness is the challenge. Uh, commitments that were once just rock solid and concrete can quickly crack and erode and crumble through neglect and through forgetfulness. Uh, so back in, in 1995, again, Lindsay was five years old, not quite five years old. Uh, I was getting ready to go on an extended business trip uh, through Europe. And it was a death march of a trip. Uh, I was going to be gone for 21 days. And the first 16 days, I didn't even sleep in the same city or the same hotel in consecutive nights. 
And so it was just brutal. I had no chance to do laundry, no chance to do anything. I was just in and out and gone, speaking all day for eight hours, giving leadership uh, training, and then on to the next city. And so I had to do an unusual packing job. I had to take 14 shirts with me. (laughs) And so I was doing my least favorite activity in the entire world, which is ironing my shirts. And as I was ironing these 14 shirts, Lindsay was just begging me to help. She just kept saying, can you help? Can I help, Daddy? Can I help? Can I help? And all of you who have received help from a five-year-old know that it's a heck of a lot more work than it is help. And so I kept kind of putting Lindsay off and aside, and uh, she kept pleading more and more, please let me help, please let me help. And then finally, I had this stroke of genius. Uh, I had an idea. And I said, Lindsay... I'm going to iron the shirt, and when I'm done, I'm going to put it on the hanger. And if you can just fasten the top button for me so it stays on the hanger, that would be a huge help to Daddy. And Lindsay was thrilled. I thought I was a genius. Cruised through, got 14 shirts done, threw them in my bag, left for the airport, flew across the world, landed in uh, England, went up to Brighton to the first city where I was going to be speaking. I got up the next morning, and when I went to put my shirt on, I discovered that not only had Lindsay buttoned the top button of my shirt, she had buttoned every button on the shirt. And so a little irritated, I I unbuttoned all the buttons, I put my shirt on, buttoned them back up, got my tie on, went out, gave my speech, and went on for the day. Well, when I got up for the second morning, uh, to my shock and horror, I discovered that Lindsay had buttoned every single button on every single shirt. And this became the morning ritual. (laughs) Every day I had to go through and I had to unbutton all the buttons and then I had to put my shirt on and then button them back up. And I'll admit for the first four or five days, uh, I was a little annoyed (laughs) and a little irritated. Uh, But it was about the fifth or the sixth day as I was getting ready uh, and I was unbuttoning those buttons, I found myself thinking about my Lindsay. I was thinking about her smile, her energetic way, her passion to get things done and check things off her list. And I realized that all of those buttons were just Lindsay's way to make sure I remembered. That I remembered her when I was really far away. And that has always stuck with me, even this morning when I got dressed and put my buttons on, especially because it's Lindsay's birthday today. Uh, I remember, and I remember that. And, of course, Lindsay has grown and gone and married and just had her third child, a beautiful little girl, our first granddaughter, uh, Savannah. And now I find myself just hoping they remember me. Uh, But remembering matters. Remembering matters in this country. Our friends, our neighbors, our children, our grandchildren, they should never have to question where we stand in relation to the principles and the values that matter most to us. They should never have to strain to discern our commitment to principle, to country, to faith. Uh, They should be able to clearly see and know and remember where we stand, what we believe, what we're committed to do, how we're committed to create a, a better society, a better family, a better neighborhood. Uh, That's the greatness of the country. And we we have to remember that casualness or neglect by one generation can rapidly spiral into apathy in the next and complete disintegration of values 
and commitment by the third generation. So we, we can't forget how vital it is for us to remember. We need to remember the memory of those who died in service to our nation, who defended freedom. We need to remember those who stand to defend liberty today. We need to remember the families of the fallen, those that didn't come home. And we need to remember those that did come home, but came home wounded or struggling or facing difficulties. We need to remember those on our streets uh, that are struggling with addiction or poverty. We need to remember the the many unsung heroes and heroines in this country uh, who don't wear capes, but who show up to help a neighbor in need, who help the fifth grader who's struggling, who stand up to a bully, who rally the neighborhood to make a difference for someone who needs it, to shovel a driveway, to deliver a loaf of bread. We just have to take time uh, to actually remember the things that matter most. Because if we forget, remember, what we forget our children may never know. And what our children don't know, our grandchildren will never possess. And there's nothing more important. We've been talking about security of the country all day today. And there's nothing more important, more vital, more central to the security of this country than remembering those principles and remembering that these things are not going to be solved in Washington, D.C. They're not going to be solved in the halls of Congress. They're going to be solved in a home, in a family, in a community that cares. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us on a Friday. This is Boyd Matheson. I am the opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, remember... See something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you on Monday. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.